we got a little bit of a lot to talk about it is 2 37 in the morning eastern standard time now let's get to the shenanigans let's get to the shenanigans yo this was ridiculously all over the place all over the place man and women first of all congratulations to Oscar Pia Pia, my rookie, my rookie, Pia Pia on the podium, on the podium, doing a very good job this season as a rookie. Big Wheel, how you liking us now? Where's Sarge? Sarge was taking a mug shot. We're going to get into that. So big congratulations to Pia Pia. Also, a condo. LBD closing says Lance is trash. Give up the seat. That's a fact. That is a fact. They need to retire Lance indefinitely. I don't know what it's going to take for Lawrence to say, this dude, my son, does not have it. They got to get, listen, he's not doing anything for you. In the past two races, he's literally done nothing for you. Nothing. I'm not understanding what the big deal is. I know what the situation is as far as the relationship, but I'm not understanding how a businessman like Lawrence is making such bad business decisions. He's making bad business decisions. Peel, peel. Hey, man, points up. But Lance, Lawrence, you got to do something, man. Lance is an indictment on you at this point in time. We already know what Lance Stroll is. He's not one of the greats. He's not even one of the most elite drivers on the field. He's borderline just good. He's just good. And just good is showing you that it gets you just nothing. Alonzo, very unhappy today, rightfully so. But the only Aston Martin out there, let's, let's just get into this. Let's see this. Let's take a look at this real quick. Let's take a look at this real quick. Let me, uh, let me bring this up because this right here, um, this right here is crazy. Albon out. Logan Sargent out again. Logan Sargent doing the worst that he can do to make a case for himself as to what Williams needs to do with his contract next season. This is Logan Sargent. This is Logan Sargent, you all. This is who he is. This is who he's showing us who he is. He is inner body. He is channeling his inner crash Tifi. It is getting ridiculous. But in this race, Stroll out, Perez out, Botas out. And Botas is only out in this race because Logan decided to play roller derby. What the Logan not only taking himself out of races, now he's taking other people out of races. Mary Beanie in the chat says, let me get this so I can just see those things. Mary Beanie says, bloody Princess George bumping Lewis and Merck needs to tow him in the Checo. You made your bed, so lie in it. Princess George, I'm done. Trashy princess. We are going to talk about all that, but I want, I want to talk about this first. I want to talk about this. Spider R35 says, I'm over George. He parked his car from Max to pass, but wants to fight Lewis all race. Once again, Lewis is schooling him on showing him who the GOAT is. You know what? Let's, let's just get into this shit right now. Let's just get into it right now. Let's just get into it right now. Lewis Hamilton in between Ferraris, finishing fifth. Let's talk about this. Mercedes waits too late 
to deploy strategy for best race outcomes. That is the problem. Mercedes is waiting ultimately too late. And this time, Lewis decided to say something on radio. What are we doing? What are we doing here? We need to switch this or we're going to lose both positions. And Brundle, you need to shut the hell up, bro. You need to shut the hell up. Your racing resume really doesn't even qualify you. And you were proven wrong. Lewis was right. Had they stayed in there and tried to so-called deploy Carlos's strategy from Singapore as he did against them utilizing Lando to keep Russell and Hamilton at bay while Russell went for the gap in the wall, they would have lost both positions in short order. Why? Because Russell, as you see, had little defense for Carlos Sainz. But switching, Russell, let's see what you can do, bro. Why couldn't you keep Carlos behind you? I know Hamilton did. Hamilton made it out. Hamilton kept Carlos behind him. And Carlos did not overtake Hamilton. Hamilton got the position. So he was right. Had we stayed where we were, we'd lose both positions to Carlos. We need to switch. And George on the radio, oh, no, let's, let's just use Carlos's trick against him. No, George, what you really want to do is you don't want to give up the position. You don't want the team orders. You don't want to do what's best for the team, just like you didn't want to do in Singapore, and it cost your ass the race, and you ended up in the wall. That's the problem. But this time, Mercedes said that we're not asking you a question, George. We're not, we're not asking you for your feedback. We're telling you what we're doing. That's a direction. Get it done. Do it in the Navy and do it now. Russell is an emotional wreck, literally. Literally, for the team, for himself, and possibly Lewis. While people are sitting here talking about Lewis Hamilton running him wide, why don't you talk about the fact that George Russell dive-bombed his own teammate and damn near took out, if only Lewis's car, both cars. It was reckless. It was reckless. What are you doing? And then you sit there and you park the car? Pretty much for both drivers to go through on you. But with Lewis, you're willing to try to stay out there and battle it out, Russell, and try to damn near risk both cars going out of the race so that you can feel some sense of accomplishment that you held Lewis behind you and you won your own mental race. Get out of your head. You cry all the time. You complain too damn much. And you're requesting more than you deserve. Russell is wearing thin on Mercedes fans. You're, you could be so much better than that, but you're not right now. Mary Beanie, once again, Lewis was faster than Princess George, and he proved it. Even if he wasn't ultimately like leagues ahead faster in today's race with that car, he proved that his racecraft is better than Russell's. Better than Russell's. Lewis Hamilton, man, people better start... People better start realizing and stop trying to discount it. Russell, you got to sit back and take your time, bro. You're not ultimately ready yet. You're not ultimately ready yet. And today, it just it just further builds it further builds the perspective that people have about you and your character. It further builds. Maybe you're so starstruck because you're next to Lewis Hamilton, you can't even get out of your own way. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem with Russell. Like you're so close to the goat that you can't get out of your own way to understand that 
there are other things for you to be concerned about than just beating Lewis. You're focused. I think Russell is focused on being the teammate that can ultimately beat Lewis. I think that's what he's focused on first. Instead of being focused on taking Mercedes further up the constructor championship chart and or himself in the driver's chart without wrecking out his teammate. I am I am like I'm at this point I'm like I don't even have any any sincere I don't have any sincere apologetic statements for Russell anymore. I don't. He's going to get what he deserves. He got what he deserved in Singapore. He really did. He got what he deserved in Singapore. And I think the team hopefully are starting to see that. And if they didn't see that, maybe they saw the ultimate blast that they were receiving for the so-called non-celebration with Lewis. Although I think there were some other things with that. I don't know. I really don't know what Mercedes was thinking. There, there really was no reason to not have part of the crew there to celebrate with Hamilton and or collect George Russell's crocodile tears and the car that he put in the wall. There's really no excuse for that. Now, if there was some arrangement to where the team couldn't be in there, I got to please somebody let me know, but I don't understand that. Then let's just go ahead and let's talk about Pia Pia. Okay. Let's go ahead and talk about Pia Pia McLaren. I said it earlier yesterday. I said it yesterday. I said McLaren likely could get a double podium. I felt like they can get a double podium. They're all the way through free practice sessions, qualifying sessions. They basically mimicked what they did from FP3 all the way to qualifying to the race is what they did. And I'm going to show you that. I'm going to show you that's what they did. If you look, FP3, two and three, PRP or Norse. If you look, fucking FP, uh, free practice three, then you got free practice two, not so much free practice three, boom. Then you had qualifying, boom. So from FP3, Norse two, three for Pia Norse. Then they came into qualifying two, three Pia Norse. Then they came into the race and cemented that they legitimately this weekend deserved, did not deserve, they earned the right to sit where they're sitting on that step. And I am very happy for Pia. I am very happy for Piastri. I think he is showing, he is building a case. People go, wait a minute, we got mechanic says Lewis would have passed him eventually, but Carlos would have gotten them both because both Merck tires would have been gone. Yes, and this is this is this is another point to that. And this is why Brondo needs to shut the hell up. And Lewis just proved Brondo wrong. He proved Russell wrong. And he proved that he was right. And this is what Lewis needs to do more of. Lewis needs to do more of barking on the radio like Carlos, like Alonzo. I don't like this shit. This is what we need to do. I'm the driver. I'm the number one driver. And this is what needs to happen. Maybe we'll see Mercedes do more good than what they've done thus far. Maybe so the mechanic and the goat might have had some damage. Early. He did. Uh, he did have some damage earlier. I don't think it wasn't significant enough to cause him to race like we've seen before. But, yeah, he had some damage. But a lot of other teams did, too. But I, I want to talk. Let's let's move into Pia real quick. Pia, I got to say, all right, I got to say this. I was a little bit disappointed off the start. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit disappointed with Piastri off the go. Mechanic says, I am done with Checo. Man, we're going to talk about Checo, too, bro. Oh, my gosh. 
Checko, can we please hit the like button? It is 2.50 in the morning. I am on live with you all, 2.50 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Can we hit the like button just for appreciation that we got a content creator in the space that's very passionate and dedicated to being here with us all hours of the time to just celebrate, talk with us about race. Can we do that? Just hit the like button. It don't cost nothing, man. But we're going to talk about Checko. But Pia, I, I was a little disappointed off the go. I felt like he did take a very aggressive angle. Galactic, congratulations, Pia Pia P3, Perez getting penalties. Perez getting penalties while they were so afraid to give Max penalties when they should have given them penalties, which we could talk about that too. It's like, okay, we, we righted the wrong, now we have to do everything right. But you don't never do that when it comes to Max. It's like do it wrong and admit you did it wrong, but never go back and fix it and make it right and just do everybody else dirty going forward. Gene says, Pia is the guy Russ thinks he is. Yep, that's that, that is a very good way to put that. Russell would like to be Pia. I'm telling you, we're going to see Russell buy McLaren pajamas and he's going to pretend to be a McLaren driver while he's in his flat or his home, wherever he's going to, wherever he's living. That is a very good way to put that. That is exactly a good way to put that. And I'm going to tell you this. I, I'm going to see if I can find this angle real quick. Okay, right here. If you notice, Max, we already know he's going to take an aggressive angle. Pia takes that aggressive angle too, but Pia lost the game of chicken here. He did. I thought he would hold a bit stronger. And I said this when we were on Wolves Den, is Pia going to force Max to either you're going to collide with me or give me my space? Or is he going to give because of the other circumstances? Now, I can't say what he did was wrong because the outcome is very positive. He's on podium. So I can't say that. I can't say here in my opinion, I feel he's wrong. I'm just saying I was a bit disappointed because I thought he would go this way. But we see once they get off, Max automatically, he's going to jet over. Max is going to jet over. He's going to try to cover you up. Or legitimately, Max is forcing you to play a game of chicken. And he wants to see who's going to win or lose. I felt that Pia could have stayed in there. At that point in time, I feel like right here, Pia, just stay straight, bro. Just stay straight. Either Max is going to, this is not a corner. This is not a corner. This is a straightaway. It's not a corner. We don't, I'm not, we're not looking at a halfway alongside, more than halfway alongside, all the way. We're looking at a straight. We're looking at a start. We're looking at a first lap race incident. At this point in time, Pia, just keep your wheel straight. If Max wants to jut over that bad, let's see how far he's willing to take it. But Pia doesn't do that. He gives a lot. He gave a lot. We all know, even in football, you running east and west don't get you touchdowns. Pia went sideways so much, he gave up too much uh, space. He gave up too much pace right there. Gave Max the advantage. Lando's trying to come around the other side. Pia, had you stayed straight, Max would have had to have corrected or he would have ended up like Valtteri with Logan situation. You pit maneuver Max. Max is in the straight wall or off into pit lane exit somewhere. Either wrecks the car out or he's so dirtied up on the tires and gets damaged that he can't compete in the race. And yes, you also may risk the same, but to you, Damage could be a little bit less on you because you're talking about a front wing. But then how far does Pia fall back trying to go around the track and stay with that, depending on how fast they bring out the safety car? There's a lot to think about there. But ultimately, I have to say Pia made the right decision. Why? Because he's on podium. 
I just thought he would have been a little bit more aggressive there. Gene says, Pig is, yeah, so I got that one. I just want to make sure I didn't miss you. So look, right here, he gives way too much. I'm going to stay straight. Max, you're going to have to do what you do. Max crowds the shit out of P. Ashry. I mean, he crowds the shit out of P. Ashry right here. To a fault. But we're not in the corner. And that's why I'm saying P. shouldn't have gave. He should have just stuck with it. He should have stuck with it. That's what I would have done. Max squeezed him, and he should have stuck with it. And then in that same situation, in that situation further back, we had the collision, Perez, uh, Yuki, all of them back there. I mean, we had, like, they didn't even make it to the first corner. They didn't even make it to the first corner. They literally had the collision, like, right off the, right at the end, just barely at the end of the main straight. Like, they didn't even wait. And then let's just talk. Mary says 79 likes and 280 live chat smash the like button. I'm trying to tell you, man, it's, it's 2.56 in the morning. We should have 200 likes on 200 likes on that. Straight up. Straight up. And let's go ahead and get to this. So once again, uh, we're going to talk about Perez. All right. We're going to talk about Perez for a second. Because I don't know what the hell Perez was thinking. Perez out of the race, literally contributing nothing. Today, I think Perez, uh, I think Perez pretty much cemented that he is contributing shit to the Constructive Championship at this point in time. He's not. Maria Duncan, George, is a liability. Merck needs to put him in check. Checo has gone from Minister of Defense to Minister of Destruction <laughs> based on all the cars he hit. Yo, Maria. I got it in my notes right here. What in the hell was Perez thinking? Was he out there playing bumper cars or what? Perez, literally, you hit Lewis. Okay, that one could be a little bit forgiving given the situation and the crowd. Then you go. Then you go from for, for some odd reason. I'm trying to figure out how in the hell did you manage to pit maneuver, like basically scoop up K-Mag. At this point in time, and I'm going to say something about what Karun said, and I think he was ultimately wrong. I think a lot of the talking heads that were on the Sky Sports television before the race, ultimately wrong. What they said was Perez needs to try to find out what Max Verstappen is doing, and Perez needs to do that. I think that is actually the problem. Perez is trying to mimic Max Instead of being himself in an RB19. And he said this. Y'all don't remember back in Monaco? I'm pushing too much. Pushing a little bit outside of what I'm doing. And it ultimately is my fault. Perez has tried to embody being Max Verstappen in the RB19. And that's not you. That's not how you drive. Yes, we know car development has gone away from you. Yes, we know you like a car that like slightly understeer. We know this, but that's not your situation. You need to be Perez in the current RB19. You need to stop pushing like you're pushing and making silly mistakes. You're making so many mistakes. You're making a case for yourself that you are the problem indeed in that car. And so many of us believe there are other things that work there because we've seen it while a lot of people are talking about it's not the technical directive if, if let me ask you all this let me let me just ask this question just a question okay it's not the technical directives that was affecting red bull in singapore maybe not but it's oddly funny that coming into this next race they were playing with the floors why why did perez have an old floor why did max have an updated floor 
Why were they playing with the floors if the other floor was all current and within the regs and there was nothing else wrong in Singapore but the fact that the circuit of Singapore and that track just didn't suit them? Why did they come into Japan playing with these floors? Perez has a different floor, an older floor. Max has a newer, updated floor. Then Perez gets the updated floor. If that was the case, why are we playing with floors? Everything should be good, right? Shouldn't be no floors touched. Everything's straight, but it wasn't. So I'm still kind of in between on, mm, was it or was it not? Mechanic, oh, first we got Humpback says, can we get Sergeant out the way next? Hell yeah, we could talk about Logan Sargent. Big shout out to Maria Duncan. I like that name, Minister of Destruction. I think that is ultimately a good name for Perez at this point in time. Seeing how is what he did. And that just is ridiculous. Oh, and then the mechanic. Perez could defend himself against a racist. Perez couldn't defend himself against a racist. You're right. He didn't take any defense against Helmut Marco, disrespecting himself, bringing his family into the fold as if he can't be a family man and a race driver. Perez is soft. Perez has no spine. Perez is a jellyfish in the RB19. And I think it is ultimately sad. I do. I think it's sad. And right now what we may be seeing is an emotional breakdown, a mental breakdown of Perez just Maybe he's in such of a controversial situation. Maybe he don't even want to be at Red Bull. Maybe mentally Perez is checking out a Red Bull. Maybe so. Because he's a better driver than this. Maybe mentally and emotionally Perez is checking out a Red Bull. Maybe he's had enough of their bullshit and he's mentally checking out. Because Perez is, I know Thanos, my brother, calls him a bum. And Thanos is going to be back because we're going to have to talk about this during the break. But Perez is not a bad driver to this magnitude that we're seeing. Unless all of a sudden, because you know what? Maybe the case is this. Maybe we only concern ourselves with like top tier drivers meeting a cliff. Maybe Perez is meeting his cliff. Maybe that's what's happening. Like, let's keep it real. All drivers have a cliff. The, the point is, we don't pay attention to all drivers. We pay attention to the most elite. We pay attention to the great. We pay attention to the GOATs. And we wait to see how long it's going to be before the GOAT falls off. Lewis Hamilton. How long is it going to be before he falls off? Tom Brady. How long is it going to be before he falls off? LeBron James. How long is it going to be before she falls off? Serena Williams. Maybe... The problem is we're not applying the same philosophies to all drivers and all athletes because all athletes have a cliff, but they also have a plateau. Perez's plateau is not that of Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Alonzo, Schumacher, Heike. He's not that, but maybe Perez is on the cliff or maybe he's just tired of red bullshit. Choose to pick it. We got to see. I just, I don't believe Perez is, 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 is a bad driver as what we're seeing right now. I just don't. I think it's a lot of other things involved. And I don't think he's fully invested in Red Bull like he could be if the situation and circumstances of respect, integrity, dignity, honor, and commitment were there. I just, I need another season. I need to see Perez outside of Red Bull, honestly. If I see Perez outside of Red Bull and these are the same things, the same outcomes we see, then, yeah, okay, it is what it is. But there's been so much happening there. Some of that shit's got to affect you, right? Being on a team that really is not about you, being on a team that disrespects you in public, being in, on a team that has says 
borderline racial or racial things about you, disrespecting you in and off the track. Some of that's got to weigh in on him. It does. Like, come on. It would you or me. I'd be pissed. I'm going to say it. Only difference between me and Perez is I'm going to say that shit on the mic, at the interviews, on camera, at, at all types of other shit. I'm going to say it. Perez is not saying it. Perez is like, oh, it's okay. Helmet and me, we went to lunch the other day, and, you know, it didn't. he didn't personally offend me. He offended you and the whole culture of people that support you. He offended me when he said what he said about you, bro. How the hell he didn't offend you? I was offended, like, whoa, what the fuck is this dude talking about? And you're not offended? Okay. Well, that you get you play silly games, you win silly prizes. And right now, Perez is winning his prize. Akandu says um, Perez was driving like he was on Coke. He was driving like he was driving like he was f- fighting an imaginary ghost. Perez was he wasn't all together today. He just wasn't. I mean, let's just keep it real. He just wasn't. So let's move on to the next driver because we can stay on Perez for a minute. Let's talk about this driver right here. This driver that obviously thinks football tactics are allowable in Formula One. This driver thinks Logan Sargent, who I'm talking about, the most recent American on the grid, obviously thinks that you can play football on the grid, on track. Logan Sargent, right there out of the race. All of Williams is out of the race, but Logan Sargent, more often than not, even this weekend, he wrecks the car, and now he goes in wrecking up a car and causing Valtteri to be out of the race because so. Logan Sargent, I understand this whole... We're going to talk about this tomorrow, F1 Minute. Be alive here, F1 Minute. We're going to talk about this live tomorrow. And that in F1 Minute, you get to come on where like I am, and you get to add to content creation. Maria Duncan says... Will needs to come get his boy because Sarge is a mess. Yo, Sargy, I call him Sargy. Sargy is a mess. He is a complete obliterating mess. I mean, this is crazy. This dude is supposed to be, and you know what? Piastri, Liam Lawson are making him look even worse because the spectrum of that. Liam Lawson is four races in, bro, and he's not doing this. Logan Sargent has been doing this since the season started. Logan Sargent has consistently been wrecking out, wrecking others, and damaging this car since the season started. Rookie or not, that is not a good quality. That is what Kenny B says, bull in a china shop. That is what he's doing. He is... He's just driving up. He's just taking up that margin of cost cap in his team. They're just losing out, repairing his cars consistently every other race, every other qualifying, every other free practice. Logan Sargent is a liability, and he's a liability to the point where Williams are going to have to make a decision. How much runway do we really want to give this driver? I mean, I know he's a rookie. If he came in like Liam, okay. If he even came in finishing 15th and lower, but not killing the car, we still could tolerate that. I believe Williams could still tolerate that. That's something that's tolerable. It is. If Logan Sargent was in the bottom 20, if he was 15 to 20 every race, 
but wasn't wrecking the car, I believe that that's something we can still tolerate and possibly work with. But you cannot work with in a cost cap era where you are already eons behind in your facilities. You cannot, you do not have the room, Williams Racing, James Vowles, to deal with Logan Sargent and his shenanigans. Not only is he not finishing in positions that Albon is showing you your car is capable of, he's driving up the ticket. You're already paying him to be a driver, and you're paying for him being your driver. It's a double loss. And unlike mathematics, and a double negative can become a positive, not the case right now. Not at all. Not at all. Rambro88 says rookies like Logan are not given the time to develop before entering the rest of the grid. L- rookies like Logan, right? You're given this opportunity. You can develop in the grid by not driving in a way that you do not have the skills and talent to drive. Dial it back. It's called risk management. In the NFL, they call it a managing quarterback. Don't throw interceptions. Don't take shots outside of 20 yards. Don't take small windows. We're going to manage. You're going to be a manager, okay? All you need to do, make the quick slants, make the in and outs, make the screen passes. Every now you might have to run out of the pocket, but don't throw the ball all the way downfield. Don't leave it in the air for some ball hawk to get it. Don't do anything unnecessary. We'll take care of the rest. Logan Sargent, all you need to do is dial it back, bro. I got two rules with me and the little one go out. Have fun, bring the car home. Logan, have fun, bring the car home. If you can make up positions, make them up. But that's not what he's doing. He cannot drive the way he is trying to drive. And it is clearly obvious he does not have the assessment right now at his level to make decisions in overtaking or not. He literally scooped up Valtteri. Literally. He just finished coming out of qualifying, wrecking up the damn car. And here it is again in the race. You're doing the same thing. OG Zilla, Checo about to snatch the, that bull in the chat. I know China shop title. Yo, Checo. Checo is definitely about to wear that badge. But more so, I think he's going to wear the badge that Maria gave him, Minister of Defense. By the way, Inshore Frames, Red Bull gives you wings, Sergio Perez, 2023 Japan. <laughs> Yo, that shit is funny because it's, it's really like wings. <laughs> he almost gave K-Mac wings. By the way, congratulations, Inshore Frames. Uh, we spun the wheel for you, and you got a $50 Visa gift card coming your way. Make sure you DM me so I can get your information and ship that Visa gift card out to you by next. Uh, ship it out next week sometime when I ship out everything else. Congratulations. Uh, Gabriel Sanchez, thanks for the super chat. You rechecked, retracted your message. Uh, why you did, I don't know, but thank you very much. But, yeah, look at that. That's, that's what Red Bull does for you right there. That's what Red Bull does for you. Check out Logan Sargent in action, y'all. That's Logan Sargent. Killing Valtteri's race right there. Like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. That's what Logan Sargent is doing right now in Formula One. I show you two pictures right now from this weekend of Logan Sargent doing ridiculous things. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I mean, hell, he wrecked Nick DeVries out in Australia when you think about it. And Nick DeVries is gone. He's gone. 
Logan, listen, Logan Sargent can develop just right now, probably not in a Formula One car. If they want to keep him, keep him. But move him back to reserve driver. Give him, give him that type of chance. If that's going to be his second chance, I think that's a legitimate second chance for Logan Sargent to have. Get another driver. Move Logan back to reserve driver. Let him spend a lot more time in the simulator. That, that, that probably is a very good medium. That's a very good decision to make. Because today's race was just all over the place. You got Perez wrecking up people, Lewis Hamilton and K-Mag. Then Perez is going into the garage. They're going to retire him. Then he's getting penalties. They're going to put him back out on track to try to retract the, redact the, retire, uh, the penalty or negate a penalty that may come later. This race was just, it was entertaining in a weird way. Right, We got a fight for the McLarens up front trying to see if they're going to get a double podium. Can Mercedes make up enough space? Maybe they can get on podium. Not, not much. But now they got the battle going on with Carlos and Russell trying to get team orders when he's really not having the pace. Not want to let Hamilton through. Russell dive bombs on Hamilton. Hamilton pushes him off track because he's done with his shenanigans. Hamilton calls the shot. Finally, Mercedes, listen, almost a little too late. Hamilton gets the position. Russell can't defend like he never was in the beginning to damn begin with. Hamilton holds Sainz off to the end of the race gets fifth position learn your lesson Hamilton is your GOAT of Formula 1 Hamilton is your number one driver Russell is not Mercedes get your shit on track Alonso the only driver for Aston Martin obviously that is capable of finishing a race and collecting podiums and a podium collecting car at least in the top half of the season meanwhile Stroll is not Stroll is not that Stroll's not even a rookie, and he's doing shit like this. Stroll, you know what? OG Zilla, I was sympathetic for Perez, but after the last two races, I'm done. He deserves all the criticism. Bro, he does. I mean, I feel you. I'm with you. Perez deserves all the heat that's coming his way. And, and a big reason is he left himself indefensible. If you're a grown-ass person and you don't even stand up for yourself, I don't know how we can keep standing up for you. Perez doesn't even stand up for himself. And listen, the RB19 is not who turned into K-Mag. The RB19 and Red Bull are not who, turned, who collided with Lewis. This is all Perez today. Completely. There wasn't even an opportunity, if people want to say so, for sabotage if there ever was one. Perez drove a shit race today. He drove a very crappy race. And I think he's better than that. But he's going to have to prove it. Lance Stroll, been driving crappy. And this man still got a seat. Why? Because his daddy owns the team. But I'm telling you, Aston Martin... Aston Martin, y'all better decide what y'all going to do about Lawrence. Lawrence, there got to be a board of directors to say, listen, what are you doing to our team? This right here looks bad. We're looking bad. We're putting all of this money in facilities. We had a car that it was a podium finishing car. Alonzo showed you this by collecting seven, yet your son's done nothing. And in the last two races, he's literally done nothing. What are you doing, Lawrence? Are you the guy that needs to lead Aston Martin into the future of Formula One? I think now that's going to start coming in question. Because you're the one that's leaving him out there to do the damage. You're not damage control. You're doing damage.
Lance is not that guy. Are you the dude we need? I think there I think that needs to be a question. I think that needs to be a question ultimately. That ultimately needs to be a question. There is your incident happening at the very beginning of the race. Uh, Albon having some damage. He had to go ahead and, you know, go in. I was going to post. Did you see Logan Sargent? Yo, y'all, did you see Logan Sargent going into the garage and then standing on the weight scales? He wasn't standing on the weight scales. Logan Sargent was taking a mugshot because he is driving criminal. What Logan Sargent is doing to Williams is criminal. What he did on track was criminal. What he did yesterday is criminal. He was taking a mugshot. They were not weighing him in. What Russell did to Lewis Hamilton was, was reckless. Akandu says breaking news. Perez lost his citizenship in Mexico. Oh, damn. Mexico denounced Perez? Listen, I know this. I know a lot of people are waiting to see what's going to happen when Perez goes into Mexico. Beforehand, a lot of people were waiting to see and probably still are waiting to see what's going to happen with the Red Bull impact of fandom when they go into Mexico. There likely will still be a lot of people that are not feeling Red Bull right now in Mexico, but maybe Perez is making such a case to go against himself. They'd be like, well, you know what? He's, he's the problem. It's not Red Bull. It's Perez. Let's look here. Lawson finished in front of the Yuki. 11 to 12. Uh, I don't recall anything happening to Yuki. I don't recall him receiving any damage. So that's just on merit. Lawson just barely missing out again on getting points in another race to the Alpine twins of Gasly and Ocon and them collecting those last few little points in nine and 10. Better finishing a better race today for Alpine. And for a moment, it seemed like it was going to be treacherous. For a moment, it seemed like Alpine might be in trouble again, but finishing out the race. 9 and 10. Insure frames, Perez, the Mexican-South American, Helmet Marco. Yeah, that's what Helmet Marco said, and that was ultimately disrespectful. Uh, first of all, Perez is your number two driver. Perez is the minister of defense until now. He's the minister of destruction. And Helmet, you don't know that he's from Mexico or you don't know Mexico is not in South America. Whichever the case is, it still was disrespectful because if you all have a good relationship and this would, this is how Perez made himself look stupid. You said you and helmet have a good relationship yet. This man don't even know where the fuck you from Perez. He don't even, he doesn't even know or care, acknowledge where the hell you from. He called you South American. I guess all people of color are South American to helmet Marco. But Perez, you going to get up there and say, y'all got a good relationship. You make yourself look stupid, bro. You do. You did for that. That was stupid. You made yourself look dumb. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes that you and Helmet Marco have a good relationship. If you do, that's an odd relationship, and even that ain't still good. All this buildup and all this shit today got me wanting to go to IHOP, and I might damn go. It is literally 3 o'clock in the morning. I might literally go to IHOP, get me some blueberry French toast with some hash browns and some eggs, and sit back and wonder what in the hell happened today in today's race. Although still very entertaining and competitive, Alonzo had a had a had a very still Alonzo finishes eighth, brings home points, and I would debate and say that it's possible. And you see it right there; they left him out for the. He felt like they left him out there in the wilderness to be attacked, and maybe their strategy was a bit off. But 
Alonzo is holding it down himself, much like Verstappen has been holding Red Bull down for the Constructor Championship because outside of when Perez was six points in contention for the Driver Championship, he's been abysmal. And Alonzo still in the top 10 in the AMR 23, yet Lance Stroll is not doing that. Alonzo had a rough day today, but still he managed to finish the race, which is credit to him as the, the great driver that he is as far as his racecraft and his knowledge of what to do. And he makes very good decisions in race. Alonzo makes good decisions in race. Maybe they're not good decisions for everybody else, but he makes decisions that yield good outcomes for Aston Martin and himself. Seven podiums this season. That's that's nothing to just frown at. That's that's a good accomplishment for Alonzo and a team that's on the upswing. So very, very uh, nice to see that, but unfortunately a bad day. The Ferraris. The Ferraris, you know, four and six. Uh, Mercedes sliding in there by way of Lewis Hamilton, calling the shot. But it, it looked like Leclerc definitely was a bit stronger here in Japan versus Saints. We saw that all the way through. What We saw that all the way through. If we look at it, if we look at this, what? Let's go ahead. If we go to FP, let's go to FP1. If we go to FP1, Saints was leading Leclerc in FP1. But then in FP2, Leclerc lays Saints. And if we go to FP3, Leclerc still leads Saints. If we go to qualifying, Leclerc still leads Saints. Final race results, Leclerc still leads Saints. So, yes, this weekend was definitely not Saints' most strongest weekend. And still, I believe Saints is still, to me, the better driver, the better statistically this season, the better driver for Ferrari than Charles is and off performance now will these tables turn or will this just be a track that charles was a bit better than saints at performing in we'll have to wait and see in qatar because i think that's our next race is qatar and then after qatar we got uh coda which i will be there in coda so yeah that's going to be something else and galactica says lewis is getting closer and closer to p2 uh yeah he is getting closer and closer this is true especially with um, Perez not finishing today's race. He is getting closer and closer. Perez not finishing, collecting any points and Hamilton collecting those points. Cause I want to say, uh, I'm just trying to do this off memory. I want to say, let's see. He was about Galacticus. I don't even need to say Galacticus. Can you tell me how many points What's the difference between Perez and Lewis Hamilton for number two in driver championship? I'm not even going to give these lames and these haters. Uh, I'm not even going to sit here and guess it, but I'm pretty sure it was, uh, I want to be like maybe 15 points. But if you could, Galactus, find out what that exact difference was or is right now between the driver championship standing of second place between Perez and Lewis Hamilton. I would like to know that. So we can see what that's looking like in the next race, because it's quite possible that if Perez continues to do this and this has been Perez, so we can't say it hasn't Perez has finished 11th, not finished qualifying sessions, not finished these races, uh, not being where he needs to be as far as where people feels he should be in this car. And at this point in time, the door is open and that's factual. We're going to have to deal with the situation as it is. And right now the situation is Lewis Hamilton in a very, very, very factual car that is not better than Red Bull. The RB19 may indeed snipe Perez 
for being second in the driver's championship. That right there is also something that doesn't do well for Perez. I mean, picture that. That's could you, Oh, my gosh. Do you know what people are going to be saying about Perez at the end of this season if he loses the second spot to Lewis Hamilton in a troubled W14 Wallace, the RB19, has been deemed the most dominant car probably built. And then what's going to be even worse for Perez is the fact that people are legitimately, even I'm going to legitimately say it, Max Verstappen won the Constructor Championship for Red Bull single-handedly. Or at least 95% of what Max did is what contributed to the Constructor Championship. 5% was Perez. You don't want those two things hanging on your shoulder at the end of the 2023 season. Lewis Hamilton sniped you for P2 in the Drivers' Championship. Max Verstappen had to win the Constructors' Championship majority for Red Bull. That's not good for your resume, nor is it going to be good for your psyche as a driver. Makes you feel like you're not even needed. That's what it will make you feel like. So let me, uh, let me, see, let me see if my brother put that up in there real quick. Let me end that poll. Uh, let me close this window. Let me see. Okay, so 33 points between Perez and Lewis. So 33 points between Perez and Lewis. That's like, depending on where Perez finishes, two races maybe, depending on where Lewis finishes too, that ain't good. Definitely by the end of the season, that's, that's a realistic goal for Lewis. And he said it. He said it. He said that's what he was going for. Now we got to see if, it, if it's going to happen. And I'm, I'm telling you this. Lewis already said he don't, the car is not the best. It's not. And I'm going to say this, I still do have some type of reserve for thinking that, oh, I know I'm going to say this and people are going to jump all in the comment section about it, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> I, Perez might likely be in a, an experimental car. <laughs> I mean, I just don't believe he's that bad of a driver. Perez might, but today was all Perez, that experimental car not. Unless they put a, a, a damn servo in there to steer the car when, when they want to, which is not the case, Perez killed his own race. But Perez might be in an RB19. They really ain't an RB19. They might be experiment, experimenting for AlphaTauri next season. That's what it is. Perez might be in the new AlphaTauri. Wutashi! Perez is in the new AlphaTauri. That's what's going on. That's what's happening. Perez is in the new AlphaTauri. And if that's the new AlphaTauri, that's a competitive car. I'm joking, of course, but, you know, you never know. I mean, he could be testing stuff for AlphaTauri for real because they are going to be giving AlphaTauri hand downs next season of the RB19. So, yeah, you all. So today's race, not boring. Uh, definitely weird and indictment for at least two drivers. Okay. Today's race was an indictment on at least two drivers. And those two drivers that are going to get shared donkey of the day are Perez and Logan Sargent, two jackasses. Those are two jackasses right now in today's race. Both playing bumper cars, a roller derby, in a Formula One race. So, yes, Checo, you're a jackass. 
Logan Sargent, you're a jackass for what happened today. Galactus, six GPs to go. Lewis can take P2 from Perez. Let's go. He may very well do it too, bro. He may very well do it. So I'll tell you what. Those are going to be the topics tomorrow. We got Logan Sargent, probably talk Perez. Matter of fact, I'm going to make a note right now. Make a note right now. Let me get this damn thing over here. I don't know why I put it over there so damn far and reach for it all the time. So topics for F1. And remember, F1 Minute is about you. It's going to be Monday. All right, so be, make sure you're there for that. We're talking Perez. We're going to talk Logan. We definitely going to talk Russell and Hamilton again. Uh, who else should we talk about? Oh, we got to talk Pia Pia. We got to talk Pia and his future outcast. Al I want you all to know. So we're going to talk. I'm giving you the topics right now for F1 Minute. We're going to talk about Perez and his abysmal season and his 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 ridiculous, horrible race today. We're going to talk about Logan Sargent in the same light. We're going to talk about Russell and his disrespect or lack of ability to do risk management and make good decisions and try to think that he's the El Capitan of the Mercedes ship, and he's not. And we're going to talk about Pia Pia and his future forecast. How far do you think Pia Ashtray can go? I'm not, he's not a great driver right now, but he is a damn good one. And he is growing into what could be a great driver in the future. He is right now with that, that podium. I told you all podium Piastri's rookie of the season for me. Piastri is literally the rookie of the season for me. That podium put him there. Galactus Lawson got the juice, did very well in three GP. He did. Lawson is doing a very good job. Uh, I think, honestly, man, let's, let's just look at this. Matter of fact, Liam Lawson finishing 11th, okay? Four races in, already in points. Just one position outside and getting more points. And let's just call it like it is. Liam is not a liability. He's not a liability. And I am very surprised that, that Red Bull re-signed that they're like going to re-engage with Danny Rick. I think I think that's ridiculous. I think that's crazy. Akondu says George so uh, obsessed with Lewis that he just lost another position in the standings to Carlando. <laughs> Carlando. That's pretty good. Y'all coming up with some pretty good combination names for real today. We got Mr. Destruction and Carlando. But Liam is doing a very good job. And I just, I don't agree with the Danny Rick or keep, I think they should just put Danny Rick on the pit wall, put him back in a Red Bull uniform, let him do commercials, uh, let him, you know, sit in on strategy meetings, let Liam run the rest of the season. For real, I know he's got a, form, a super formula season to get to too, but he, he could be like, nah, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say like he could be the Dion primetime of Formula One. Although primetime, they got their ass whooped today. Kyle, I, I told people that Oregon was going to be like their real first test. I, I, they did a good job against Colorado State, but Oregon, I told people, Oregon, the Ducks are going to be their first real test. And, you know, we fail some tests, but doesn't necessarily we mean we fail the class or we fail to graduate to the next grade level. Hey, they've been doing good. We got to see what they're going to do with their next test. We'll see what happens. But Liam is passing all of his tests. I mean, outside of the spin out he had in what was that free practice, what has he done that has shown you that he does not have good risk management? 
Liam is a good driver. He's proven to be a good driver. And I think Alpha Tari should leave him in that seat and let him. He, when we use the word deserve, this is the time you use deserve. I think Liam deserves to have the opportunity to finish out the rest of the season in Alpha Tari. This is when the term deserve is fitting. He's earned it. He deserves it. And he's proven it. He's done better than Nick DeVries. And Nick DeVries had a well healthy resume. He's done better than Danny Rick. We already know Danny Rick's resume. And a veteran driver. He deserves to finish out the rest of the season as Yuki's teammate. I don't want to see him come out of that car. I'm telling you, I'm campaigning for Lawson to finish out the rest of the season. Alpha Tari. He deserves and he has earned the right to finish out the rest of the season in that car. Given his schedule doesn't conflict with Formula One races. There's no reason to remove him. You had two other drivers before him that didn't do diddly squat. He does something more than those two drivers did in three races. What are you going to take him out of the seat for? Come on, let's stop this. I'm campaigning Liam Lawson for the rest of 2023. That's what I'm campaigning for. Liam Lawson, rest of 2023. Drive it up, bro. Drive it up. Lead a man in the seat. He deserves it. All right, so listen, we're going to be here live for F1 Minute Monday. That is an episode that I put together that is more about you than it is me. Also, we have a new little thing going on. You might want to be there for that. It's a good time. Get to have some little head-to-head battle. OG Zilla says, Liam deserves to finish out the rest of the season in Perez's seat. Oh, whoa, whoa. God damn. That was, <laughs> that, was di- that was disrespectful, and I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go for it. Ricky, Ricardo come back. Liam Lawson. Let's see what Liam Lawson looks like in the RB19. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for all the craziness. Let's see what Liam Lawson looks like in an RB19. I'd like to see. I mean, it's quite possible that the RB19 Perez is in is, is basically the new Alpha Tari. Let's see what he looks like. I'm not mad at that, OG Zilla. I'm with you. Galacticus, Nick may go to uh, WC, the Toyota driving LP car. He might, and he might do well. He might do well there. He might very well have a better career there. Pretty much like Alex Pelot is having a a blast in IndyCar, winning championships, being praised, advertisement dollars flying around, and a team that cares about winning. Don't be so quick to leave. My grandfather always told me that if the grass is greener on the other side, it's for two reasons. The water bill is high as shit, or the shit is at a high level. Sometime where you are is where you need to be. Don't force the issue. But it's not to say I don't, if that's your goal and it's your dream, Alex, to come into Formula One, go for it. Liam Lawson, you do what you do. You're doing good. Logan Sargent, two goals says, first time with a super chat. Big shout out. Red Bull Racist Junior team should have juniors. Hey, you know what? Uh, They are. We've seen Yuri Vips. You know, you don't want to call him a racist. You don't have to, but he used the N-word, and we damn well know he shouldn't, and who else knows what he says behind the scenes. Homie Margo. So, 
you know, they should, they, uh, they should, they definitely should. You're right. They should not have AlphaTauri at all, and they should have a junior team. But they're using their Formula One team as a junior team, and I think that also was unfair in itself. We talked about it. In, we talked about that in the Discord, and I've talked about that on several lives. They got two teams, four. They got two teams, four cars, four drivers on the track at all times, and it shouldn't be that way. If you want a junior team, you get a junior team, but we're going to force you to sell AlphaTauri to somebody else, Andretti. New team coming in, not attached to Red Bull, picking whatever power unit they're going to run, whatever contract they're going to get into. But I don't think Alphatar should be under the control of Red Bull, and that's exactly what they are. Toro Rosso, call it whatever you want. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. That was pretty good, OG Zilla. Liam Lawson for the RB19 to finish out the season and move Perez to Alphatari and then put Danny Rick on the wall. I think that's a very good flow of driver movement within the Red Bull camp. I like that. Let's let's go for that. Let's go for that. I'm with it. So, all right, you all, I'm about to get out of here. Go get me some breakfast. It's time for me to try to get some eat and maybe even a little sleep. All right. We will see each other Monday for F1 Minute. Peace and love to you all. The race was weird, wonderful, crazy. An indictment. It was a bunch of stuff. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about F1 Minute, a lot of stuff for you to debate. You talk more. I talk less. I talk now. I'm out. Wolfpack. Peace.